Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting next to my bud, Tone. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, brother? Uh, we're still at day two of premiere. Day two of premiere. Yeah. This is cool, man. Like, um, uh, uh, Tina, our friend, she um, who does a lot of events for those that are listening, she said, you know, when you guys get to premiere, when you do these kind of conventions, you're always going to, like, have people that you just kind of pick up along the way. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really I, I didn't really anticipate that we could uh, that we could pick up a couple of really successful people and talk to them about their careers, you know? Truly, uh, that, that is spot on because the person that uh, we met yesterday is the one that we're about to, you know, interview now. Uh-huh. And she's uh, she has quite the story. Or they both do, really. Right. Yeah, there's two of them sitting at the table yeah. with us. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, with no further ado, do we jump in? Let's jump Let's jump in. Yeah. We're on a time train, so yeah, we jump got in. to get in. Miss Mariah has a plane to catch. Uh, Miss Mariah, Miss Jordan, thank you very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you. Thanks for I'm having really, us. I'm excited. Me too. Absolutely, that's pretty cool, man. Um, so let's start with uh, Miss Penup Jordan. Sure. Where are you from? I am from upstate New York. I live in uh, Scotia, so it's about 20 minutes from the capital of New York, and uh, I own the Mermaid Lounge there. And uh, that's, the, that's the name of your salon. It's called Pinup Jordan's Mermaid Lounge. That yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. That is awesome. It's a little is vague. People didn't always know what it was in the beginning. Uh-huh. They were like, "What is that place?" Right. I'm like, well, <laughs> if you have to be a part of it to know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, when you listen to this, if you're if you're not checking out some of the Instagram live now, obviously you're not. But uh, you got to go on to our website and you got to check out Pinup uh, Jordan's hair. It oh, is awesome. You. Thanks so her, much. Her mermaid hair. Her She's mermaid. living the brand. It is awesome. And <laughs> the eyebrows. And the eyebrows. And the eyebrows. <laughs> Let's yeah. totally not forget about yeah. the eyebrows. Pull it all in, guys. Yep. It is amazing. That's pretty cool. What's up, Mariah? I'm here. <laughs> where, where are you from? I'm from Chicago. I've been a hairdresser uh-huh. all my life. Awesome. Um, I've been, my mom's a hairdresser. My sister's a hairdresser. My aunt's a hairdresser. I think they call that DNA. I know. Right. <laughs> hair I, DNA. I, yeah. I right. love doing hair. It's been my passion all my life. Uh-huh. And now I have Pink Pewter. What's so, yeah, to, I'm completely interested. Tell us about Pink Pewter. Like, what's it, what is it first off? And then um, and how did Pink Pewter come about? Okay. Yeah, so Pink question, Pewter right? is a hair accessory company now launched into makeup cosmetics. Um, Pink Pewter started 13 years ago on my kitchen table. I had a little girl. Um, her hair wasn't growing, so I started making accessories for her and then taking them to the salon and incorporating in, in every hairstyle. Um, the results of how the customers would react to the product, they felt very sparkly, they felt very happy, and I just continued to do hair and accessories for a while in there. Um, there came a point where... So what uh, are they... Hold on, hold on, slow down. Slow down. We're, we're a couple boys and you know, whatever. So what, are they, what do these accessories look like or, or how are they used? So it, it started as hair accessories. It could be clips, hair um, stretch bands, hardhead bands, flowers, um, rows, um, you name it. Um, Pink Peter does it. And uh, they would come shopping at my salon um, and I would incorporate them. It got to a point where they would come... You know, I would I would be booked up for two months straight um, for hair, but it got to a point that they would come to come buy accessories, and I was like, "Holy crap, what's going on here?" Right. I'm like, "So we were making really good money um, selling accessories in the salon." Um, after that, I decided to take the product and see if other salons or boutiques would be interested in my product. I designed um, 50 accessories for the holidays. I went to my first salon in the city, and I went in there, and I sold them my product. They bought. Wow. The second store bought. The third store bought. 
The fourth door. Okay, slow down. <laughs> slow down, slow down. Hold on. All in one Hold day. On. Right. Oh my so God. so for us, like like we've been in the industry for a long time. Yeah. Right? And and there's many, 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 many salons that you walk into and they're selling some kind of an accessory, whether it's like, you know, jewelry from jewelry from somebody or mm-hmm. hair accessories from somebody. Like why is yours different? I mean, why, why, why were people so interested in yours? Because as a salon, I know, like, we get bombarded with this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, why? why I mean, well, aside they're, from they're copying now. They're copying now, right? Yeah, exactly, so um, my accessories are all handmade and designed uh-huh. by me. They're very different and unique. And they're, um, I don't know, I guess when you see my product, it's, you see my passion come through it. Right. Um, when I incorporate it in the in the hairstyles, um, it just changes your look in seconds. And why it got so popular, I believe it's you know we, I started in um, accessory shows, okay, mm-hmm. and then from hair accessory shows, ninety percent of the accessory shows, um, instead of being boutiques, salon business would be coming in there. And I didn't understand why salons were going into boutique businesses, right? Right. Well, there was a lack of, of uh, more real... You know, salons have a little area and they needed real estate to sell... Well, they have real estate. They needed something to sell retail. Sure. So they would go to the apparel shows, buy um, jewelry, buy pink pewter, <laughs> buy, you know, scarves to add more money into their salons. So... They would come, and it got to a point that 70% of the businesses that were buying my product were salons. Not, and I sell to boutiques and right. gift shops and hotels. So I was like, what, what's going on? So and I that's decided, your world, right? Yeah. I mean, that's your world. You're like, how did I miss this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I go, why didn't I do? You know, it's like, why haven't I done a hair show, right? I said, because I made accessories. I thought that. It would be important to sell directly to the boutiques. Well, no. It turns out. <laughs> sorry, I have to okay. uh, it turns out that I have to go into the hair show. So I did my first hair show at the ABS hair show in a ten by ten little tiny little booth. We took the products and we sold off the first day. Wow. Yeah. The next year, and I you did handmade it, all those products. I handmade it. Do they reimburse you for the deck the next day that you can't no. uh, go to your booth? And you, know, <laughs> and, you, and you don't know these kind of stuff. So I'm like, all right. The next year, we got a bigger booth, and um, there it was like a ten by twenty. And again, the first day it sold out. I thought I brought the same in, kind of inventory. Tony, who the hell is sitting with us? <laughs> right. You know, this is amazing. Like you see those booths down there now, mm-hmm. and like you know, here it is the the end of the last day, and you know, a lot of them are filled with just their stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm blown away, and I don't even know if you can articulate it, but but why and how? And, and Mariah, what are you doing differently than, you know, there's a thousand people downstairs? I gave them something quality. Yeah. I gave them um, hope, I think, because I taught them how to sell retail in boutique. I mean, in salons. In salons. They so didn't you know told, how. So the people that were buying it, you were like, listen, this is, this yeah, is the I, story behind it. And this is how we sell it. Yeah. I think even from a consumer perspective, what I can say is um, one of the first things that caught my eye about Pink Pewter is the quality. Um, it's it's just so high quality. Um, the, the warranty on the products is just so amazing. I think even the fact that she's so hands-on as an owner, mm-hmm. she's at the show, she's meeting people. Um, she, everyone calls her Pink Pewter because <laughs> she really is Pink Pewter. And her, her items just sell themselves just because they're so beautiful. Oh, that's so, clear, right? I mean, absolutely. That's amazing. I, that is pretty remarkable, actually. You know, what I mean, all from your kitchen table. Mm-hmm. You know, and that you but you poured your heart into it. You know what I mean? That it, that was. You got a lot of people who make things, and you have you know those who actually you know just created it because you know they wanted to to make something that a di- not, you know a, di- a difference. Mm-hmm. And that was for your daughter, mm-hmm. right in the beginning. And you, yeah, that's it's, it's pretty amazing actually. And it goes from your kitchen table to the ABS store. Uh, or a show, I mean. The second year, you got, you know, larger and you sold out. Twice as big, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the third year, I did the, oh. that third year that I did went into the beauty industry, that's when I got noticed by the bigger distributor channels. And Such as? Uh, yeah. Salon Center. Name drop, girl. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do Prof, here, man. Yeah. Cosmoprof. We sell our products in there. Obviously, we sell different so you sell items. Both of the, so you sell them yeah. in both Salon Centric and Cosmoprof? Yes. 
You I might do. be the only company yeah, that does that. Seriously, right? that's amazing. Well, we sell them different items, you know, different designs. Is that is that contractual? What do you mean? Like so, like like salon centric says, listen, I'm going to buy A, B, C, and D, but you can't sell that to Cosmoprof. And no. Then, so it's not contractual. So just you just do that because yeah, Mariah, I like to separate. Mariah's a badass. Yeah. I am a badass. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I like to. You know, each customer has their own product, so I like to do that. So yeah. And then you, I guess you just you slowly built a team, or were you? So well, is she still making them on her kitchen table? Right, are you still making them in your kitchen? <laughs> Not anymore. Right. <laughs> Not anymore. But I, I, now, um, as I'm getting old, you know, in the business, I'm now partnering up with other influencers, um, and I am helping them create products. Like, I just um, uh, created a, a magnetic bracelet that... Lala's updos always used a, uh, a bracelet and mm-hmm. it was just really bulky in her arm so I created a, a really beautiful um, accessory and I go hey Lala I go I think this was going to look a lot prettier let's see what happens Aww. well what happens she loved it she endorsed it and now we sold it into Cosmoprof and it's it's beautiful um, I also just collaborated with Confessions of a Hairdresser and I love her me too. can we talk about her for one second yeah the Jenny's thing, 3B, yeah. The thing that Jenny did last week that just blew Instagram yeah, up with the positive influencer. Positive influencer movement. She's that so was awesome. Holy I cow. love Jenny. I yeah. love Jenny. We've talked about that a couple of times uh, this weekend yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. About yeah, she's awesome. She's yeah. very smart, driven. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. So she gave me a call and she's like, hey, Mariah, I got a really cool idea. And I really want to put it into the market. And um, I said, give me, a, give me a day or two. Let me see what I can do. So I, um, I partnered up, um, first time ever, um, I partnered up with a, a large factory here in the United States, that's a leather company, um, and we designed a really beautiful um, leather suede tie that incorporates um, braids without making a braid, and uh, she endorsed it, and she's also my partner um, in it, and, uh, and it's made by sheltered workers. So we're doing a lot of like really cool things together and uh, we'll see where it goes, you know, because it's just fresh two weeks and um, I'm doing a lot more to to help, um, you know, and I just, you know, that's just my persona. That's beautiful. No, with people and grow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, you know, it's a, a, is a well, I'm going to try to, I'm not going to look at her because I'm going to get choked up, but you hear how much passion's kind of in her throat and you kind of, kind of hear like it's coming from someplace so deep. You know, I mean, I'm. Oh, oh. you're the most genuine person, Mariah. Everyone yeah. sees it. I know. That, that's I, I, you know what. I come I, from nothing, guys. Yeah. Nothing. Lived in an apartment all my life. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave me nothing. I went store to store to get where I'm at now. Now my that's product is sold in 42 countries, and I worked my ass off to get it. And my job now is to give back and teach people how to get there. People like you deserve it. I know. know know Yeah. (laughs) People like you deserve it because, you know, you care more about, yeah, about other people than you, you know what I mean? It's not about the money, guys. Yeah. It's never about the money. If you do it for the money, you ain't going to get nowhere. (laughs) Then you chase money. You know, I do 42 shows a year. And out of those 42 shows, I am around hairdressers that are living haircut to haircut. And my job now is to um, guide them, um, make them successful, and that's it. Giving back, that's all it's all about. I just got asked to be a keynote speaker for a woman in business, and I was surrounded by very, very successful women, and they asked me to take it nationwide. And I said yes, but my passion is not there. My passion is to take it nationwide and help other hairdressers, Mm because I'm a hairdresser, to help them um, do that. So I created this new um, event called Empower Your Life, where I'm going to be partnering up with a lot of different influencers and giving back and um, teaching them knowledge. Uh, That's it. I mean, we just met you yesterday. We already love you. Aww. You know, That's pretty I, cool. we did an interview yesterday with Elizabeth Fay, and uh, very similar stories, right? She she struggled as a youth, had nothing, and uh, and she she does a retreat. 
uh, once a year. And hair love retreat, right? Yeah, hair love retreat. I want to do that. I, I called her and I told her I want to do it. And I, I, I just, I don't know if it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but maybe you guys can make it happen. <laughs> I want to go. Elizabeth, if you're but listening. She's, but she, yeah, she's always, she's looking for people like, like you yeah. to come in and, and share your story, empower the women yeah. that, that are there. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we're going to definitely connect you guys. Yeah. You know, I think that... Well, I mean, she's already connected. What are we going to do? We're not we're connected. Just, <laughs> no, but no, no, talk, let's talk to her. I think, cause I th- I think that would be beautiful. That's I think that, that's exactly what Elizabeth is looking for when she's talking about bringing people in. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know? know? And but, she's also looking to grow it, right? She says she's yeah. looking to grow it over the next couple of years. That's pretty cool. Man, what an amazing... I mean, you know, going back to Jenny and then, you know, Mariah sitting with us. I don't know about you, Jordan. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're creating something, too. That's don't right. you we'll, worry. We'll get, to, we'll get to that. I have to Not answer. yet. Not no, yet. this is a secret. It's a top secret. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's in the beginning stages. Sounds so. like we're going to have to do a Zoom yeah, call for the launch or something. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But, you know, you see all these, like, and I don't know if we're just fortunate enough to, uh, to, to have contacted these people, but it just seems like this incredible, and I use your word, like, this is like this woman empowerment thing that's happening in the industry right no, now. No, it's in. For not women, it's everybody. Because hairdressers are men and sure, women. Sure, I get that. To empower your life. I get that. Um, not women empowerment because eh, I'm right. a woman, but I want everybody. Yeah, yeah. it's people. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. it's bringing cool. people because there's so much division already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're all in this together. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's be, a right? beautiful industry, and we're you know all I mean? the same. No matter how much money you have, Bam. Uh, it does not matter. And I tell this hey, to listen, everybody. Hey, listen, we're not the same until you can grow a beard like this. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how you can talk in the microphone with your mustache hitting it. Oh, I love it. It kind of tickles. <laughs> when do you get to tickle your lip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Jordan has no idea what she was doing. <laughs> I'm ready. She could handle it. Yeah. yeah. Upstate New York. Come on. The most quiet I've been all day. <laughs> She's going to blast me down. So did, at your kitchen table, did you, I mean, I guess you had no idea the lives or the the just careers that you're, no. you're about to change. No. Nope. You know what I mean? I had no idea. Anything is possible if you put your heart and soul into something. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I made a headband popular. That's right. it. Then now, you know, we're, we just launched a couple months ago um, our, our cosmetic line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, uh, I was a hairdresser, makeup artist. And as a small salon, you have to do everything, color, right. haircuts, makeup, everything. So my passion is hair and makeup. Just and don't and quit, you still right? do hair, right? Behind the chair? No, I, I do it on stage. Right. Um, I do, you know, when I travel, I do a lot of updos and stuff. But right. I now, I've seen my growth with she artists. No, <laughs> no, no with cool. artists supporting artists. Right. I'm an artist, and I had my time, and now I'm giving other artists the opportunity to use my product and also grow. And I've seen the blow up with everyone, with them, with me, with the product doing that and it's mm-hmm. a lot more important to to partner with people yeah. than to do it all by yourself you know i'm blown away I, awesome. I, I, i'm in all so that's incredible how many um how many accessories do you have now in your line or is it done you, like that you're or gonna die like, when i tell you i want to know too yeah. so good question i know so i not only do um i I do, oh God, um, in my excess, <laughs> I have a lot. So I create 300 SKUs every season, okay? Woo! Dang. So yeah. I also uh, do a lot of private label business. Hold on, what's your season, though? Is it, you have four seasons a year? I do three. Three. Yeah, I do three. 900 SKUs and that's, per year. That's accessories. That's just that's accessories. That's just accessories. Not, not yeah. No wonder she's not doing hair. She's not have time to do anything yeah. else. No, I don't have time. <laughs> On stage, a couple of updos. Yeah. Back to creative. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you keep your vision? I mean, you know, you're so busy with all these SKUs. How do you keep currently just current, right? I mean, how do you... So I'd, I'll be honest. I am going to answer your question really fast. Um, I travel all over the world, and I do a lot of runways. I do New York Fashion Week, California, Paris, everything. So I get to see the trends that are out there. But I like to see it. I don't like to copy it. I don't like to follow it. I create my own thing. And I'll tell you how I do it. I go to different countries. Um, it could be Mexico. It could be India. It could be um, on vacation somewhere. And I love to see um, history. 
So um, it could be a carpet design that I'm like, oh my God, that carpet design is so beautiful. I would love to do something for my hair. Or it could be a, a painting from somewhere um, and I just change it a little bit. I am a designer. Um, I was a hairdresser and never <laughs> thought I was going to be a designer. Hair and, designer. Um, I just got to the point that I know what sells. So I create things that, um, sure. I create trends. And I give trends and, you know, and... So can I, let's jump into your process a little bit. So you use carpet so, or a rug, so I'm going to, that's kind of where I'm stuck textiles in my head. Textiles or, or whatever. So like, let's say you're in like India and, you know, they're, of course they're known for like, they're just these amazing like rugs, right? So when you look at that, do you, is, is, can it be just a small detail in the Correct. rug and you're like, boom, yes, or is yes. it kind of like the overall look? So, so I, yeah, so I, I look at the carpet, obviously, mm -hmm. and then I go to my raw material markets. And I pick out different gems that are just very different and unique. I also like to um, use a lot of pearls um, and Cherovsky crystals. So I grab them. I look at the carpet design that I got inspired by or a painting uh -huh. or a cloud. I don't know. And I put them together and I make it. I make it by hand. That's so yeah. you make so the very first so, one is always like. Yep. I got to yeah. do 900 of these this year. No, just just one. <laughs> just one. But just 900 one. designs, right? Just or 900 SKUs? Wow. Yeah. So do you ever, like, you're, you get inspired and then you start working and then you're like, it just goes someplace totally different and you're like, that's still it? Well, some no. Sometimes the designs don't work out, but <laughs> I end up uh, figuring it out. That's cool. Yeah. How did you guys meet? What's your relationship like? How did we meet? Oh, my God. Where, how do we, where do we meet? Well, I think honestly, like I said, from my standpoint as a, as a working stylist, I would uh, go into Cosmo Prop <gasps> and see Pink Pewter. Yes, you started using my products, yeah, and then it. you started tagging I me, was tagging and her. you had like a five hundred people yeah. Yeah. or a thousand. It yeah. was like really fresh. I was a baby. Pink Pewter was kind of newish to the industry, and yeah. I my my interest in Pink Pewter just what year was this? What year was this? This is probably four years ago, three oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, my interest was just purely because I could see quality when I saw it. I loved right. the designs. The, the glittery jewels are absolutely, I mean, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And there's nothing like it at the price point either because you go to these like bridal boutiques where, you know, a veil or, or like a tiara at, a, at like a mm -hmm. David's bridal is going to cost like $500. But you can go to Cosmoprof and get this amazing headband or Velcro gem and it's very reasonably priced. So I started even as like a young stylist that didn't have a lot of money. It was very accessible to me. So right. my interest was purely just because I appreciated the product and loved it. And so I started tagging Mariah <laughs> and... Um, because or Pink Pewter. Well, yeah, Pink Pewter. <laughs> Sorry, talking Pink Pewter, and um, and that's how we kind of create a relationship together was through social media and just again my my love for her her products. I think we like talked for almost a year. Yeah. On like social media, right. and when we met each other, we're like best friends. Yeah. <laughs> best friends. She's a great like, mentor to me. That's what we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? How social media brings so many people together. Absolutely. Right? Mm. So I feel like you guys were already. Kindred spirits, kindred spirits, right before you even met. Yep. Mm -hmm. I kind of think like 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 the internet's really interesting, or, or social media is really interesting because um, you just kind of put yourself out there, mm -hmm. and then you find kindred people, you oh, know, yeah. even if they're not in your community, you know. So oh, it's yeah. like you're creating like a, a, a worldwide or a nationwide click, mm -hmm. right? And it's amazing. We were talking. Well, it actually happened to us this morning. I'm not going to get into that story because I can only look like an asshole by saying it. But, you know, you're walking, you're walking through here and then people are stopping you and, like, you know them, you know their eyes, you know them, and, and you've had conversations with them, mm -hmm. but yet you've never met. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like it takes away that awkward, like, I need to get to know this person or who is this person before I, I open up to them. Mm -hmm. And it kind of removes all that. And immediately it's hugs. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like, ah, oh, dude, I know you. Yeah. You're, you know, mm -hmm. then, it's, then it's hug. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. I mean, you know, they... There's rumors about how social media is like we're only in our computer, but it's not that at all. I mean, certainly I can speak for our industry, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, there's many people that can walk around those halls and have a thousand, thousands of friends in there. That, it's pretty amazing. Now I feel like crying. <laughs> Where's my tissue, man? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, I mean, okay, we, we addressed the vision. You know what I mean? Obviously, you, you see things that most of us don't. You know what I mean? And, and you make it happen for us. Uh, which is pretty awesome. So, you know, you're going to these boutiques. You realize, okay, uh, I should be in these shows. So you do these shows, and you're growing each year in these shows. Uh, distributors discovered you. You know, hey, you know, so you're in these distributors. How did you go to 42 countries? I mean, 
over such a short amount of time. I got around really fast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I worked That's very hard. That's crazy. That <laughs> right. And have you been to all these countries? Um, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. You're very hands-on with your yeah. company. And your I work seven days a week. Okay. There's not one day that I do not work. I see people on Facebook sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I had such a hard day. I'm like, I've done, gone through. If you want to see hard, hard work, call me. Yeah. I have pity for nobody, right? Not no more. Um, Because I see how hard it is to do anything in life. You have to put your passion and your hard work. That's it. And sometimes they're like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. God, please, I need a vacation. And I can't do it, you know, but um, yeah. I got, I got around. You know, right. <laughs> I got around. You know, um, two things to that is like, you know, when, when, when you meet people or you meet, you know, what we deem successful, you're only seeing the end of the road, right? You're only seeing them as a success. And I hate saying mm-hmm. that because I don't know how to even how to qualify what that Correct. means. But, 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 you know, if you're seen on stage, you're seeing there's some kind of success track that's gotten there and everybody forgets about the whole track, mm-hmm. right? The, the really interesting thing is, is there's four or five. I mean, you count around this room, there's 20 of us in here. Every single one of us started two feet behind the back of a head you know that everybody's track started there and and i think it's the hard work and like you said the passion that that separates us as far as you know success trials mm-hmm. you know and that doesn't mean you're not successful if you're behind the chair but it's just it's just really really interesting i think we're a really unique industry where we all have you know uh stood in each other's proverbial shoes and at, on the end of a saturday you need a massage in those shoes mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just pretty amazing man it's like I love Just this amazing. industry. It's I love this industry. It's one of a kind. Yeah. Truly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I, we've met so so many amazing people this weekend. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, and it's because of our industry, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and we all have come from different places. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, you know, I'm so blown away by how genuine everybody and how open everybody is willing to share their story. You know what I mean, and and, and really uh, how open we are. You know what I mean. You develop this this friendship, you know, uh, and then I guess uh, how long do we have to wait for the secret? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's the boss on that. I don't get to talk. <laughs> about it's a really it. cool thing that's in the. It's in the works. Yeah, yes, we can't we can't really talk about it. But okay. what I will say is that I'm I'm excited because it's it was a dream of mine for I think a little while and. Um, with what I do in the industry, especially, I mean, obviously hair color, I do hair color. So um, I just think it's, it's a necessary thing. It's a very exciting thing. Um, so that's pretty much what I can say about it. But but sometimes a secret is It's going to be a boom for. boom. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, unfortunately, Mariah's got to go catch her flight. So I think we're going to let... Jordan, you're not going anywhere. Uh, I can hang out. Yeah, Yeah, yeah You're going to hang out for sure. a sec. So um, the great thing about podcasts, if you're listening at home, is that we can pause and we can pick back up. So um, at this point, we're just, we're just uh, pause. But if you're at home, it's going to sound like one second. <laughs> so we'll pause and then we'll come back up. But um, Bef- I, to make Before it, you sign her off, yeah, yeah. Uh, for our listeners, uh, usually we say, how can people find you? Obviously, you just go to your local cosmetic <laughs> prop. <or laughs> go or anywhere. anywhere. Cosmoproof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and it, so yeah, just go around the corner. You'll find Pink Pewter. Uh, so it's Pink Pewter on Instagram. So it's yeah, it, it's it, Pink Pewter on okay. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Yeah, um, <laughs> Pewter Pink Pewter Power. Yeah. I like it. But you could also go on PinkPewter.com. Um, uh-huh. Also, and That's if you're a stylist, create a wholesale account. Um, we have a lot of different items. So, like I said, we have Cosmoprof and Salon Centric. But there's, you know, it's not the whole collection. We have a lot of collections on, on the website, too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mariah, I want to give you a hug and say goodbye and thank you very thank much. You. But um, you. Just I'm, to look, I'm so looking forward to, you know, meeting you again one day. You know what I mean? We I, will. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, We're going to get the secret, dog. Hey, Mariah. I'm not going to say anything when you leave. Mariah, <laughs> pro- promise me you'll text me the secret when we get off air. Right. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks again for joining Thanks us. Again. Thank you. Off. Thank you Make for having official. me. Thank you for having me. Miss Mariah from Pink Pewter. Yes. That's really hard to say. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you. Hey, so uh, Mariah just left. Kind of sad to see her go. I mean, God, what a story, right? Yeah, man. She's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's an amazing story. You know what I mean? Amazing person. I know. It's, I'm, I'm so, I, I can't, I'm just so, 
I don't know how to say this, honestly grateful. I don't know if you can say yeah. that, but, you know, just honestly grateful that we had the opportunity. You know, that was like one of those, that's like a gift given to you mm-hmm. because we, she wasn't on our schedule today, but um, just it's like serendipitous that it, uh, that it kind of happened, yeah. right? I just like to throw that word in whenever I, I can. I, it's funny. I love that word. I always use that word. Serendipitous? Yes. You can't always use it. Otherwise, serendipitous has no meaning. Yeah, but when the universe has a funny way of working out, right. it is very serendipitous, is it not? You know what? True that. So uh, how did you and Mariah, I mean, you went a uh, a little bit around like social media, Mm -hmm. like uh, how did you serendipitously get together? Well, like I said, you know, I was just, I was just a regular stylist, just like anybody else. You know, I didn't have a huge following on social media. I was still building my clientele, even in my salon. Um, And, you know, I started using the products and tagging her on, on social media. And honestly, like a lot of my growth was because of posting good content and good photos and things like pink pewter were one of the reasons it was making my hair photos look so good so um yeah it was just i was just a working working stiff just like everybody else (laughs) behind the chair and uh and the connections with mariah and then then even just like connecting each other with other people and the networking i think we've made it a, a real priority within our friendship and our relationship to you know pull each other in on projects even this you know like we, we right. had a meeting scheduled that we wanted to get done today for ourselves and then she was like hey come over with me let's do this together. <laughs> let's go and hang like, out yeah, with rad. Guys. okay right. so, she's um, like listen to how loud they are yeah. <laughs> is this your first podcast as well this is my first podcast dude yeah. we're like six for six yeah. or seven for seven at this point or yeah. something however many uh, podcasts we've gotten in this weekend mm-hmm. That's that, pretty cool, man. That is good. Yeah, that is awesome. yeah. that's awesome. That's a that, I, that's cool because and Tony and I talk about this all the time. Like like the timing of starting this was perfect because you know two years ago people were like, "What's the podcast?" podcast. <laughs> you yeah. know now not like the timing's perfect, but there's not so many that were saturating the market and yeah, stuff. So I think it's pretty cool. Of course, next year I'm totally going to regret those words. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there's going sure to be a million microphones in this room. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So but. If that happens too, like, like that's pretty awesome. If we could inspire anyone to kind of get into it, you will. You so are. Yeah. We don't really want that. Well, no, you know, I mean you'll inspire people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't really want no, that, right. but you know, if it happens, that's cool. Um, cool. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Jordan and Jordan sure. and her shoes. Yeah. Okay. Pin up Jordan. How did you get the name? Just so. Uh, when I first started Instagram, probably five or six years ago, um, not everyone had an Instagram. This was something that a lot of the visual people had, and everyone everyone and their mother literally had a Facebook at this point, including right. my own mother, so I knew that's <laughs> not where I wanted to advertise Even grandmothers. Work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, so I, you know, I thought to myself, well, this, this platform is very... Um, visually based Mm -hmm. and everybody knows a hairstylist but not everyone knows someone who can do hair well and so every time I would post this before and after photo of my work it it would like speak to a client and they or potential client and that's Mm -hmm. like that's the hair that I want so when I made my my Instagram it was originally just my personal page and I was taking pictures of my cat and food and things like that (laughs) Um, and so when I needed a username I was like I've always loved pinup girls they're very classically beautiful Um, and so and my name is Jordan. So I was like, okay, pin up Jordan. And I never Perfect. ever in a million years imagined not only that the following would get as high as it did, but that I'm so recognizable now that as my brand that, you That's know, like we were talking to Mariah and they yeah. call her pink pewter. But what's cool about pin up Jordan is that it's still my name. And so people feel like they really know me when they see me, they hug me and they're all oh, pin up Jordan, pin up Jordan. Yeah, so know you. I even have a little pin up Jordan necklace on, you know, Aww. like I don't, I, I, I embrace the character. I, uh, I love it. And, um, that's kind of how it came about, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, cool story. What, I mean, just once again, just like uh, another like success story via social media and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know I was I mean? fired for my first job like three months in. They were just like, oh, we, it's just not right for you. And, you know, and I, I really questioned <laughs> myself for a long time. And now that's You know, McDonald's is hiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, my story is, is very similar to everybody's. I mean, everyone has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, I think that my story began where everyone else's began and i've worked really hard to make it end up where it is now and hopefully where it will continue to go so i think what's you know and we've talked about this in past podcasts is that you know people that uh are are successful you know what i mean they, they there's a point where a lot of people stop or a lot of people quit you know uh like you know you said you question yourself you know s- some people say you know what this is not for me and they stop but but there's people that that do hit this true success, they don't quit. You know what I mean? Right. And they and they push 
past that and all of a sudden they're, they're at a level or somewhere that they never would expect they would be you know what i mean and then you're just next thing you know you're just flying high yeah you have to really force yourself out of your comfort zone i think for that yeah. um, a lot of the older stylists that come to these shows will ask me like how do, how do you brand yourself or how should i brand myself and you know i start off with this laundry list of things they need to do on <laughs> social media and a lot of them their eyes glaze over and they tell me they don't have time for it so you know i think if you really want to continue to make it and you really want to um, grow. This is an ever-changing industry, and so yeah, you can't make up excuses. You've just got you have to keep working like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So don't quit. That's yeah. it. I mean, you know, one of one of my biggest fears, you know, certainly with the podcast, is that you know we quit just just before everything is going to take off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know what take off even means. Yeah. But you know, you never if you, if you quit, you never know. Yeah. You know, if you right. push through, I'd, I'd, I think I'd much rather just fade away. Yeah. You know, and be like, well, we did everything we could do. Do the fade away. <laughs> yeah, do the fade yeah. away. You know, as opposed to being like, just now we're done. Because you yeah. never know what, what that next corner is, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And I, I just love being able to meet the people that we follow mm-hmm. and, and that we think we know, you know, <laughs> and, and really get to know them. And, Absolutely. You know, yeah. we're, we're so blessed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know I, mean? I mean, it's it's so fortunate. It's been an incredibly humbling, you know, uh, time for us, and you know, then we get to talk to Jordan. So, you, so you got fired, and you didn't quit. Yeah. Uh, how long? I mean, you own a salon now. I own a salon. Now. I mean, how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, well, well, how do we get there? I mean, that's. <laughs> All right. Well, from firing I, to owning yeah. a salon. So I, I went to beauty school, like, quote unquote, late. You know, a lot of people uh, either do like a vocational program in high school or they um, go fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I was 23 years old. I actually went to school to be an attorney before I went to school to do hair. So I have a bachelor's in criminal law with a minor in philosophy. And uh, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> you don't hear that every day. We can't glaze over that. Yeah. This, is, this is literally. The thousands of hairdressers that I've met over my career. This is literally the first time someone's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I was tracking to law school, but mermaid hair." Criminal law degree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Minor in philosophy. You know, it's usually like like yesterday we had Elizabeth Faye, and yeah. she's like, "Yeah, kind of a high school dropout. Kind of had to be encouraged to finish high school. Oh, no. Kind of, you know." And yeah, this yeah. Th- this is a, like a common story, but and and we've worked with people that like finished college, but yeah. ironically or surprisingly, not many of us <laughs> have, degree, right? Yeah. You know, and then you know you go into like, yeah, I kind of gave up law school for mermaid hair, yeah, oh, and I almost got fired from mermaid, yeah. Hair. yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it, it was something my parents struggled with for a long time. The decision, especially after helping you know helping get me through college, and right. um, it was hard for me because I was really afraid to go into the hair industry. I've always wanted to do hair, um, but my mom told me that if I went to school for hair, she wouldn't help me pay for it and uh so i decided to you know go the intellectual route and i thought Mm -hmm. i was going to be able to make a lot of money as a lawyer and i was going to feel very fulfilled and um it was just really heavy and really hard and um i worked with a lot of sex crimes and so that was really horrifying to see honestly Mm -hmm. and uh seeing children hurt was really awful and so it just got to the point where my i was just emotionally drained and um so i after school i decided i was gonna take a little time off and and i just bartended and kind of hung out and i would spend like two hours every day getting ready for work because i just loved getting beautiful you know Mm -hmm. and so i thought about it and i was like i love women i love hanging out with women i love doing hair i love doing makeup if I never want to work a day in my life, maybe mm-hmm. I should really think about going to beauty school. And in New York State, it's only seven and a half months if you go full time. So I got my license very, very quickly. And um, and that was nice, too, because I, my only my only dreams for doing hair was to literally be successful enough to just rent a booth um, right. and to be my own boss. Make a living. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I, you know, at one point I want to become a mother and I wanted to be able to make my own hours and things like that. So um, I saw the potential and and. Uh, the benefits of being in the hair industry and also for wanting to own my own business because my father's a business owner. So, um, you know, I always asked him, why did you own your own business? And he said, cause I was sick of working for people who were dumber than I was. <laughs> and, and you know what? He's absolutely right. At least if something goes wrong in my business, in my salon, there's no one I can really blame, but myself. So I like the control of that. It's a lot of responsibility and, um, I, I'm very passionate about what I do. And I think even my salon is very unusual because, what we do there, we you know we focus obviously in vivid colors and corrective colors, but I just think the culture that we have at the Mermaid Lounge is so so different. It's very empowered. It's very positive, and uh, I, I had to open the Mermaid Lounge because there was no other salon mm-hmm. that existed like it, and I wouldn't have been happy anywhere else. I love that name. Thanks. Your your parents has to 
have a different mindset now, right? I don't think they really get it. You they know, don't. they've never been to a hair show. Right. Um, they're starting to get it, especially because I recorded that reality show um, mm-hmm. that'll be airing in June. And so after that, oh yeah, I don't know if you knew. Did we talk about that yet? No. No. Jeez, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. A, we didn't even glaze over. She just was like, not that important. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's like little things, like big, I guess, big things like that. Um, but it's taken my parents a long time to understand, and they still don't really quite get it because they've never been to one of these. Um, so they don't know what being on stage is like, or what I mean. You're like a hair rock star, you know. So they're, yeah. they're more proud now. They're more accepting now that I've made it, and you know that I'm financially independent and I run a successful business. But yeah, it's it's changed quite a bit. For them. All right, let's talk about that little. Yeah, I know, right? Like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> she glazes over like, oh, we didn't talk about. We're not gonna talk. No, no, about we can that. talk about that. We can, Are you I, sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. We, I, we bring Jordan onto the podcast, and we can't talk about anything. No, right? no, 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 no. We can't. Her whole about life's that. a secret. Yes. Yeah, Very mysterious. Secret. Yeah, there's mysterious certain mysterious things we can't Jordan. talk about, but we can talk about. Well, mermaids are mysterious, right? You're living up to the height. Yeah, that's right, dude. So the show. All right. So um, I. I got very lucky uh, in in December. I was actually offered three different reality shows, and I turned to the first wait, two. Wait, down. Wait, hold on, slow down. So, so how, what, where? I mean, were you putting yourself out that you're looking for no, this? No, not at all. It? That's not me anyway. Like, I'm not really like. Uh, I, I, I like the opportunities for things like that, but I'm not out there seeking them um, mm-hmm. because I don't need to be on TV. But uh, I think it's just honestly my personality. Um, a lot of the projects I'm doing, like I, we have so much to talk about. Gosh, I am. Um, I'm actually renovating a camper and turning it into a mobile mermaid lounge right now. So we tore out. Oh, yes, that is awesome. it's really rad. That's awesome. So we are. We have torn out the entire kitchen part and turned that into the salon space, and then. Um, then we left the bedroom and the bathroom the same. So um, that's being worked on right now. And so when I started working on the camper last season, a production company contacted me and they said, hey, we think what you're doing is really cool. We want to be involved in it. Um, you know, how can we be involved in it? And so um, I actually went to college with the producer's brother, and that's how he had heard of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so they contacted me and they, and they said, you know, we're interested. Let's think about it. And then Bravo ended up calling me out of nowhere. I mean, they literally cold called the salon one day. And hey, who's this Jordan kid? Yeah, they were like, hey, you know, we heard of you and um, we're doing a reality show and you, you'd you have to go to Kansas for six weeks. And uh, there was all these things. You're like, good thing I have a camper. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, honestly, it was not the right opportunity for me. I'm, I'm very glad that I didn't pursue that one um, because then probably two weeks later, out of nowhere, I get a phone call from... Um, from the look all stars is the the name of the show Uh and um i work with the wet brush as an ambassador and they were sponsoring the show so they had recommended me to be on the show and so i uh we recorded it in december or no was it january i believe we recorded it in january and uh so it'll air june 24th and so where where does it air it's gonna be in the cw so pretty much everyone will be able to see it awesome it's really fun What's really the name fun. of it again? So the Look All Stars. They the do have an Instagram awesome. page already, and they're starting to do some teaser stuff. So there's some mm-hmm. clips and things out there that are pretty cool. So I've been enjoying seeing those roll out. I will follow. <laughs> do. That's pretty cool, man. We got like a TV star. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just, one TV star. <laughs> just one episode. Just one episode. So uh, I, I mean, now we're, I'm, we're in full TV um, uh, 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 promotion now. Like, yeah. How, how does the show work? Like So, uh, Tori Spelling is actually the host of the show, so nice. that was pretty cool. And then um, they have guest guest judges, like uh, Sam Villa was a guest judge on my episode. Um, Kim Vo was a guest host on my episode. Mm-hmm. So, it, basically, there's two teams. Um, there's the silver team and the pink team, I think. And so... They have the team captains, which are the hairstylists. And then there's a makeup artist, a nail artist, and a fashion designer. And we have to come up with the overall look together. So mm-hmm. there were two challenges. And uh, there's a winner of each challenge and then an overall winner of the episode. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much the premise of it. So it was really challenging, actually, working with, with other people because... Like so it's kind of like Project Runway in a way, yeah, kind of? Yeah, Everybody has a different kind of vision or view and they want to do... Yeah. Absolutely. You'd never imagine how much the wardrobe affected what I was able to do with her hair. It changed all of my plans every time the fashion designer had to choose something. Because I was like, well, now I can't have that in there because she chose a red dress. You know, so it was really fun. I it was can't wait to watch it. Yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We um, early on, actually, it was our second podcast. Um, we actually were uh, um, 
lucky enough, I guess is the word, is to talk to somebody that does hair for Project Runway. Oh, so right. pretty cool, yeah. So uh, she kind of, uh, she explained some of the same challenges. Yeah, know, oh, yeah. She she felt a lot of pressure about, like, because, you know, she's not being judged, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's not the one losing her spot, yeah, right, right, right. right? So she did feel a lot of pressure about um, about making sure that they, uh, they, they stayed another week. Yeah. Stressful. It was very exciting, but it was very stressful for sure. Right, oh, yeah, no doubt. I can imagine. Yeah. Right. All right. That's awesome. That's All right. Cool. So, did you did you have to leave your your salon for a while to do this, or? Um, actually, one of the reasons I, I enjoyed doing this um, particular thing is that I'm very busy behind the chair. I'm fully booked out a couple months in advance. So, um, the other opportunities were requiring me to go away for so long that like I can't move these clients. I'll have nowhere else to put them and they can't just go to anyone, you know, they want me. So, um, they ended up changing the premise of the show a little bit. Originally it was supposed to be like, I think 10 of us competing all against each other. And then, but they would have had, it was an unpaid, um, thing that we were doing it. They weren't, there was no commission for that. So, I couldn't commit to being out of my job for weeks and weeks and weeks <laughs> and not getting paid. And then Can I tell you, that's my f- worst fear about like oh, jury yeah. duty. Yeah. You, know, you go to jury duty, you're like, here's 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, $40 a day, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the worst. Carry on yeah. my, my j- jury duty. No, but um, now I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> I, have the I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. No, no, it's fine. No, you were saying that you couldn't, um, you couldn't take that much time off work. Oh, yeah. So they ended up changing the premise of the show from it being um, all of us competing against each other to having like the team leads on each episode, and then there's a, an overall winner of each episode. So I asked them, I was like, are you guys going to do like, like, are you going to bring any of the winners back to compete against each other? And they said they don't think so, but mm-hmm. they probably lying. <laughs> yeah. Don't think so means like, let's see what the ratings yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Well, they actually did renew it for a second season. So already? That's good. Yeah, they've already renewed oh, it. It hasn't aired excellent. yet. So when is it air? June 24th. June 24th. And it's a Sunday, which is excellent because that's when hairstylists are going to be off work and watching TV. So, And the CW is a huge network. So that's awesome. That's pretty. More than that. that that's that's sick. Thanks. You know, that's so cool. So let's get back into this mobile lounge. <laughs> what what gave you the vision, and what is it? I mean, are you are you traveling around the country in it? Yeah, I, I hopefully. Mean, <laughs> I mean, so so I um, I got this crazy idea maybe I don't know a year or two ago where um, I've been really loving traveling with hair shows. I love being on the road. I love flying. I love educating. And so I got this idea where I was like, well, a lot of a lot of clients or I'm sorry, hairstylists can't afford to come to hair shows or they can't afford to come to my salon to take my class or whatever the case may be. And so I thought, you know, it would be really cool if I could get a camper and, you know, it's just something cheap. Maybe I can gut it and turn it into a salon, you know? And so my purpose was to kind of educate in it, network in it, um, come to hair shows in it so that way I could have some place to sleep would be pretty rad um, but yeah I just thought that would be cool and then you know there's a lot of pop-up shops that we could be doing with that you know right. there's a, a green market like a farmer's market that's really big in our town and so we're gonna drive the mobile mermaid lounge there and we'll do like a braid bar and taping extensions on Sundays and stuff like that so I just thought the it was very unusual it wasn't really something anyone else was doing and so one of the things I love about being a stylist is that we have clients that do everything and there's always a connection. Right. There's always someone that can hook you up with, with someone. So one of my clients works at an RV place. And so I, you know, I was patient and I planted the seed <laughs> and just said, hey, if you come across anything that's cheap but works and is safe, let me know. Lo and behold, a few weeks later, I got for $1,100, I bought a 1984 uh, Sunline camper. And uh, I'm very handy. I had to basically do a lot of my salon myself. So I, I gutted the whole thing. My husband did help me um, put you know, the ceilings and stuff back right. in. And we're rebuilding. But it worked out really well because just wherever the sink was is where the hair washing sink is going to be. So um, you know, there's a whole seating area and color storage area. All, the salon sink's already in. Um, full bathroom, full bedroom. So, so when do you think you'll be on the road? Oh, God. I'm afraid to even guess a date because it's already I wanted last year to be done with it. But because I live in New York, it was like so cold that by the time like October hit, it was too cold to work out there. Can you cut out the walls and like put up like plexiglass? I know. It's so much easier. Like a little tiny house. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think what we'll probably end up doing is um, doing a lot of hair outside, like just taking the salon chair that's inside and just Mm -hmm. putting it outside so we can work on the hair there. And then people can kind of come in and stop in and look around and see what it's about because everyone's very curious about it, of course. So that means there's going to be lots and lots of wet brushes inside. Lots and uh, lots. Yes. We got to talk about that later. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you my obsession. Oh, good. Uh, good. Tony, this kind of reminds me of... uh, 
this might be terrible, but <laughs> what, what were those when we were kids and the little like, was it like an RV or a bus would come and it was like a portable library? Remember they would like come, you grew up in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did too, so don't ask me. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I, I, didn't have that, I didn't have that toy. <laughs> I guess it's just the, you know, upper middle class thing or something. I don't know. You didn't, you didn't have those in your neighborhood? I had a rock. <laughs> I had a Polly Pocket from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we used to have like those mobile libraries and you'd go in and you'd check oh, out yeah, books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bookmobile. Yeah, yeah. Bookmobile. Bookmobile. Yeah. You never uh, had one. Yeah, they didn't make it to my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are all the books? <laughs> Explains a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So it's like a it's like a mobile hair yeah, salon, essentially, yeah. right? So, I mean, even if we wanted to do bridal parties and stuff, you know, I could be driving on location to them. It's just, it's so cool, very kitschy, and, you know, even the outside I painted. You know what? Possibilities the, are yeah, endless. It really The is. bridal party, that that's really the niche. You everything, know? yeah, everything. That's cool because we were talking to um, a couple months ago. We had a, a a lady that owns a bridal um, consulting business. So what she does is she helps hairdressers who are looking to get into the bridal business, and she ah. has this whole system in place. And she even um, she was actually very uh, nice to us. To uh, she went through her contract, but we didn't want to know about the, the the nice stuff. We wanted to know like what's in the contract that says that I will not tolerate this. I will yeah. not tolerate this. And one of the things she brought up. Was in her contract. Um, it states that if there's not enough space for her to work, and she said, what happened was she went to, she was doing a, a bride, and they only had a hotel bathroom, and they had to do like six heads in there. Mm-hmm. So after you know the next season, she's like, well, I need yeah. space, you That's know. So point. so that takes care of that completely because yeah, yeah. you set it up, and it's kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty tough. Somebody's definitely stealing that idea. So. I, honestly, I've had a lot of people ask me if they can buy it from me, and it's not even finished yet. I'm like, you yeah. don't even know what it's going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think just the concept is really exciting to people. And once I started doing it, I thought to myself, I'm going to quit my job doing hair and just start flipping trailers. <laughs> I can sell these bad boys to stylists. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I love that. I love the bridal angle of that. Yeah. That's where I'm stuck in my head. Well, I, don't, I mean, you can. Like, I mean, that's how it ends, yeah. right? The possibilities are endless. Oh. Not you at know, all. you can do so much. You know, you hear about traveling hairdressers. She's literally traveling yeah. hairdresser, yep. right? Well, and also because of Instagram, you know, I have concentrations of followers in certain areas. So, Lord knows, Australia. You know, yeah. So, like six people from Memphis may not be able to fly to me, but if I can take the camper on a road trip from New York and hit ten different, you know, states or whatever mm-hmm. on the way over, and I can make my money and teach my classes, then I just think it's a really good idea. Even if we don't teach the class inside the Mobile Mermaid Lounge, we can just drive it to the salon location but they want to see it everyone wants to see it so bad so what color is it going to be it's got to be mermaid color the outside I already painted the outside last season and so Mm -hmm. I um, I painted it with like it's the base was white and then I did like kind of like zigzags like that of like coral on the top and then like a teal on the bottom so it's very retro looking very vintage too, looking it's, nice. it's 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 too bad that you didn't have the TV relationships before could you could, could you imagine like the the building process the, the, the build out the before well I recorded after. that whole thing <laughs> that's so, I have, so cool I've been doing YouTube videos of that since last season you should so. probably save uh-huh. them all I did I did yeah, yeah and then like kind of blow them up mm-hmm. um and then just, you know, release them all at one yeah, time. Like, yeah. Oh, that's going to be so rad. Yes. I can't wait, man. Yes, definitely. I'm excited. That's so cool, man. So um, I can't even get past that. Like, I kind of want to, like, I know in the conversation we need to get past the RV, but in my head, yeah, I'm like, like we need to stay on the RV. Yeah. I know, that thing, that's just so cool. So what's the, what's the future hold? I mean. Oh, man. Well, I, I really love Los Angeles. I would love to move there. Um, it's, it's, for some people, it's not for them, but. Where I'm from, I love my city because it's very small, but mm-hmm. I have reached a glass ceiling there. Um, I've hit it. I've blasted through it. I got to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hard because I do a lot of volunteer work where I'm from. And, and because of my social media presence, it does buy you like a lot of credibility, you know? Right. So um, it's just hard knowing that I'll probably be down back at the bottom of the totem pole when I make mm-hmm. that move. Um, and, and the presence in... Not for long, though. Yeah, well, Your personality. Not. Nah, yeah, not for long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a little bit intimidating, but that's, that's definitely a dream of mine. Um, I'm also working... Well, you might as well talk about this, too. I'm also working on... Secret. Kind of a top secret project. (laughs) um, So I I feel like there's a need in the beauty industry that isn't being met, especially because of my background in law and business. Um, We have a lot of great exposure to education in terms of tutorials and um, in terms of 
how to do hair technique and hair color. Um, but I think we are lacking business, legal, and healthcare advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next project that I'm working on is actually a publication um, that focuses on that. So both internet-based and print-based. But one of the things I'm very excited about is that we hired a lawyer. Um, and so she's going to be drafting up contracts for us. So in the print uh, the printed publication. And you're um, the only one to be able to understand it, but well, <laughs> that's, that's the thing though is that other influences are, are having problems where, like, you know, we're taking photos of clients. They're allowing us to do that, but then I had a friend who posted a picture on on Instagram and shouted out the company that sent her the free product. The client misunderstood and thought she was being compensated for that post and threatened to sue the stylist be- and and forced her to take the photo down because she was like, "Well, I'm not getting paid for this," you know. So it's just little. Sounds like, like she that. had a lawyer. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so it's just little things like that, like uh, client release forms, like that. You know what I mean? So right. if I can hire an attorney to write me a release form that's applicable within all states and it's vague enough that they can, mm-hmm. it'll be, whatever. Then, um, then that way, when we do the print issues of this, that stylists can purchase the magazine and they will have that legal advice. They can photocopy that. It's theirs mm-hmm. once they purchase the magazine. It's their content to keep, and then that way we're empowering the business side of this a little bit more. So like I said, healthcare is something everyone stresses out about. We're going to be talking to my tax preparer, things like that, because I think there's just business issues we're not touching on yet. So that's kind of my next big thing also. Oh, and that's, that's amazing. Cool. I mean, it's just another hairdresser taking care of other hairdressers. Oh yeah, we need it. <laughs> you know what's amazing? Like, like in this conversation that we've had with Jordan, she's like, there's a hole here, let me fill it. There's a hole here, let me fill it. There's a hole here, let me fill it. Like she's so like, her head is so... She's following what's missing. That's what's so beautiful. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm loving this podcast because I'm meeting so many people that are filling these holes and just loving on each other. You know what yeah. I mean? I just, I, I, like, I, like I said earlier uh, with Mariah, I'm in all of you as well because I think, you know, you guys have such a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, and you truly care. and You're truly giving back to a lot of people well, thank you that's amazing yeah. you know it's kind of like kind of uh, when I was a kid I didn't really have an adult that I felt like could guide me or, mm-hmm. or could help me and Mariah that. has been one of those people in this industry a huge mentor for me so I think there's like I'm a pretty tough chick and I don't know that there's a lot of assertive people out there so I'm just sort of like I'm doing it for myself but you I'm know doing tough it. chicks are mushy on the inside oh uh, you know I am <laughs> um, but like I'm doing it for myself I'm doing it for other stylists Mariah's done it for me so yeah I think it, I just want to help empower and enable other people and, and, and just in the way that the industry has already done for me too it's kind of me giving back i guess that's that, that's pretty cool um we have to wrap up here yeah. but I, I really here's here's what i'm really interested in doing and i'm and i'm a thousand percent positive that our listeners are as well i um when you get the uh, magazine and you get that kind of stuff mm-hmm. together absolutely reach out to us and yeah. let us know and then we'll try to get um not try we'll get you on the um we'll get you on the podcast awesome. and uh let's launch that bit because cool. i think that that would be rad i think cool. that that i think that's uh it's going to be a huge benefit to the industry and to, um, to, you know, to the uh, hairdressers or yeah. hairstylists. What is it? Hairdresser or hairstylist? I think if you're British, it's hairdresser. is older. We don't right. talk about that. I think it's a very British <laughs> thing, too. Yeah, you're right. Like, you you're think right. about, like, like Sassoon and, and yes. Trevor Sore. We talked a lot about dressing hair. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I think it's more stylist. So, the stylist. Um, we have a gift for you. Oh, thanks. That's awesome, right? Yeah. So, you want to... Before before we give the gift, we have one one last question. Oh, I don't want the answer to this question. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, you're up. All right. No BS. No, no BS. No, you can't say world peace. But what is Penup Jordan totally obsessed with right now? What am I totally obsessed? I'm obsessed with my clients. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I they're my best friends. I love them. They love me. Their loyalty to me is huge. Um, the fact that I can make them feel so amazing out of doing something I just love to do anyway it is so fulfilling mm-hmm. that I just think really genuinely being an artist is what makes me passionate and working with my clients. I think that's like a really honest answer there. Bravo. Yep. Bravo. Satisfied. I know. Yeah. So once again, we have a gift for you. Um, yeah, we uh, we work with a company called uh, the Z- their Instagram handle is the Zuka Experience, and um, so what? Th- this is really really cool. You can uh, you can I open, open it. Up it? If you okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to be too loud in the microphone. No, no, no. Go for it. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give them a, like a really. I wanted to be, have the listeners be part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. So uh, don't worry about the card. Okay. No, whatever. That's the just card a how, is important. You that's just a how to. You're such a girl. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna show you how to. <laughs> right. These are. Uh, they're like. You're gonna love these. 
Yeah, I know they what look weird. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is pretty cool. So um, what they are is uh, think about like a gasket for your capes. Yeah. So it keeps all hair, keeps all color, keeps all water off uh, your clients. Nice. Right. It creates, so it creates a seal around the neck. Uh, literally, you can pour water down and it would just roll off and won't go down the collar. Whoa. They're totally, totally cool. That's right. Yeah, so they've been really great to us. They Thank um you. they I just said, they gave, they sent us a whole bunch and they said whoever you talk to this uh this week make weekend make sure that they uh they get one. So uh, awesome. I just want to say thank you to them thank and say you. thank you to you and yes. say thank you from them to you. Well, thank you all. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Do we make we, it a f- Yeah, we love you Miss Pen Up Jordan. Oh, I love yeah, you guys. That's awesome. Hopefully that's this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Absolutely. It already is. Oh. Yeah. It already is. You make it official? Let's do it. Hey, Miss Pen Up Jordan, thank you very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, That's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.